When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Working Girls, the podcast. I am Ginger Minge. And I'm Trinity the Tuck. And we have a very special guest today. I love this person so much, mostly because they love one of my favorite people in the entire world, Tina Turner. Tina Turner, well, she's not our guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. no, no, no. More like we could get Tina Burner. <laughs> I... I just have to say, Tina Turner it was my first love, my most enduring love. I love her so much from the bottom of my soul. I feel so connected to this person that I've never met in my entire life. Never met her, but I feel like she's just this, this burning bright light that, you know, just kind of attracts people who, who come from the country. A moth to a flame but you know like she was born and raised in the country yeah she, she came right. from yeah not much to the scene she came from nothing mm-hmm. and she built herself into what she has become which is an icon a legend yeah i mean it, she kind of like laid the foundation for what i want to be i i want to be an icon with a and a long lasting effect you know don't don't they all don't they we all do i mean that's why we do, we do what we do we, we want to reach those highs but it was kind of like the way that she carved out her own path to do that yeah and no matter what stood in her way she still just kept going and kept doing it until like late into her 80s. Well, you know, if we can't have Tina, so the next best thing is yeah. our next guest. Yes, but before we bring them in here, I want to know who was your icon? My icon. I, you know, when I started watching VH1 and MTV for like the music videos. Mm-hmm. Back when they still did music yeah. videos. Uh, I think... My two were obviously Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson. Those are the yeah. two that just resonated with me. I remember watching Sneaking in my parents' room while my mom is cleaning. She has VH1 on. And I was still too young to like watch R-rated what my grandmother would consider. Dirty things. Yeah. But Thriller came on and she thought it was too scary for me to watch. <laughs> and I crawled up underneath this little table she had. And the fabric was so sheer, I could see out into the TV, but she couldn't see that I was under there. And um, she was cleaning while I watched this video. And it didn't scare me, but I loved it. It was so good. Well, thrill. I mean, it's iconic. People still do it to this day. Yeah. Every drag queen has thrown on some dirty old rags and gone out there. Some people, that's their normal drag. And- <laughs> hey, hey, no, you know, all drag is valid. I don't judge. Yes. Mostly because they don't pay me to, and I'm not going to invest the energy into something I'm not getting paid for. Um, but I had two icons growing up, Tina Turner 
And of course, Dolly Parton is another one, like on the opposite end of the spectrum, but still kind of the same story, came from nothing and yeah. made herself into what she is. And I, I think she's so inspiring. Both of them are. So I can't wait to chew the fat with our sister friend, the one and only Tammy, Tammy Brown. Brown. Hello, hello, Trinity. Hi. <laughs> and hi, Ginger. Hi, you look so fresh-faced. Well, thank you. I did shave. It keeps me looking younger. <laughs> so I don't know. Every time I shave, I feel like I look older. I feel like maybe because I'm so fat, I just pull the skin so tight that it starts to wrinkle. No, I feel the same way. I feel like after I shave, I look way too too young, too innocent. Oh, too young. In too innocent. Innocent. Girl, it's a razor, not a match squad. <laughs> 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 well, what about razors on the testicles? Oh, I could never. That, yeah, that's fine with me. I'm fat. I can't see my testicles. <laughs> I would just be whacking through the bush, like not knowing where it was going. Yeah, I mean, everything has been replaced on me, so it's it, it's all, you know. Speaking, well, you know, since I do shave my arms and I shave so much, I have noticed that since I guess you're pulling a layer of skin off as well, shaving it off as well, but they get they have like a wrinkle to them or whatever like a like crepe paper yeah yeah that's uh, the more you age that's what happens to your skin oh, I know. Yes. oh the skin under my eyes is so crepey i'm afraid that nina bonina brown's gonna like glue it to her face <laughs> <laughs> make they some tiny mouth out of it <laughs> they'll impersonate you yeah. why not Tammy, I think the first time we ever like really met was when we did the gig in Mexico, right? Yes. Uh, we, what was we, that? Mandragoria? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I realized that she like she just did speak. I didn't realize that you spoke Spanish and you like speak really good Spanish and you lived in Mexico mm -hmm. um, for a little bit, right? Yeah, I lived in Mexico for five years as a child and we vacationed there. I also lived in Costa Rica, but I, my, primarily my Spanish came from Mexico. And right now I'm learning the language Nahuatl, which is the actually the Aztec language, the oh, Mexican wow. language. Uh -huh, so I'm learning that. Where do you even <laughs> learn something like that? Like Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Rosetta Stone. No, I'm taking a private class from Mexico and we're, we're doing it on Zoom right now. But eventually I, I was, I've been even thinking about moving to a Mexico city to study even further. Wow. So language is something that's like really exciting for you. Yes, and I'm gonna learn Bulgarian as well. What? Those are so like uh, like odd choices. I mean, like cool choices, but just so uh -huh. not out of the box. Yeah, not usually what people would go for. Well, Bulgaria happened when I did P-Town, which I'll be doing a residency this summer there in P-Town. And uh, yeah, I, I, tomorrow I go get my second vaccine, Moderna, right, Dolly Parton? <laughs> yeah. So, which is also one of your favorites. Exactly. I love Dolly. Another icon. Didn't y'all do a video for her, the both of y'all? I did. Trinity wasn't a part no. of the Jolene video. Okay. Um, no, okay. I wasn't Dolly enough. I thought she probably thought I looked too much like a stripper. Oh, <laughs> so it's Debbie had Phoebe who didn't know <laughs> any of the words to Jolie. Oh, <laughs> they hit her behind a clothesline. So all you see are Bebe's eyes over the clothesline. <laughs> She's crazy. I She's love Bebe. I do too. So your favorite is Dolly. Your favorite is Tina. No, my favorite is Tina. Oh, okay. Always and forever. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. And Kasha Davis. Huh? And Kasha Davis. And Kasha yes. Davis. 
Mm-hmm. My best friend, uh, Obscenity, you, have you ever met yeah. Obscenity? I don't think you've ever met my best friend, is literally obsessed with Tina Turner. His entire apartment is Tina. He has traveled around the world to like go to these different concerts around the world. Um, he's, he has like every record, every book, like literally, even to the point of when I, let me explain. He <laughs> is really short and as fair as can be white man who does drag. Uh-huh. who tried to do Tina as a character, like n- not changing the foundation color, but just the overall look at mm-hmm. as talent. He can't dance like that. <laughs> well, you, if you don't have the legs, you shouldn't do Tina. Well, well, to be fair, Obscenity is an amazing uh, performer, but just not as Tina Turner. But she did start doing Reba and it's been super successful for her. Well, you know who is a surprisingly good Tina is Miss <laughs> Kasha Davis. Oh yeah, the mannerisms down. Really? She's yeah, she's fantastic. I think oh. she did a great job. Um, my goal in life was to always grow up to be Tina Turner. Like, well, maybe as I my see, own I self. See, but I see your legs, and they are not they are Tina Turner. Keep working. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've always wanted to be an Iket. <gasps> yeah, what is her wigs always inspire me? I've made two two Tina wigs. I made the '90s or the 2001, and then I have a little '80s one. I always loved back in the Ike and Tina days, all of the long flowing oh, yeah. that they all wore. And then those like gowns that looked like they were made out of felt, but they just kind of went down to the point right down in front of the crotch. And oh, she was so glamorous and beautiful. And, and she was, um, she was fearless on stage. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really always tried to take from her and emulate. Now, speaking of like, working together and touring and stuff. The first time that Tammy and I really got to spend a lot of time together, we were doing um, the the roast tour in the UK. Uh-huh. And all of the other cast members, they were like, we're paying for these train tickets and we're taking the train. We're not riding in the bus because it's too long. <laughs> Tammy and I sat in the bus and we, we sang Tina Turner's discography from Fool in Love all the way up until Best. And we talked about our love for her. And that's where we really, really bonded. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what is your favorite Tina Turner song? Uh, probably River Deep Mountain High. A Proud Mary was my go-to, actually. With, but you got to stick a fork in it after a while, you know. <laughs> but uh, I also, what is it? Um, and What She Gets What You See, RuPaul. Let's do some reading. Because I did read the book back in the day. It was one of his top lists to sing. Mm-hmm. Mama Ru. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a tv show mm-hmm. called the browns right the the browns yes meet the browns and it's picked up and then um it's gonna be it's gonna be on um what is it gonna be i guess apple but we're filming finally we're finally filming this uh so nervous about it you know it's like oh, God, Why? you're gonna be amazing no, not nervous about performing. So I, you know, I got that in the bag. You know, just give me, tell me what to do. I'm going to deliver. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but just I, I'm ready to get going on this. So it'll be on TV. And then, I mean, you know, I got, I'm with PEG. PEG's been helping out. Mm-hmm. And John Mark. And then the show with Kelly Mantles is in it. And it's just super exciting. We're going to have other people come in. Before you know it, I'm sure you all will be on too. I would love to. So I, I've been watching... 
uh, your your show since you premiered it. And it it started as a YouTube show, yes? Yes, yes. Started, no, no, no. It started on Instagram. On Instagram. Instagram. Insta series. Uh -huh. Okay. I knew that I had seen it on social media and I just fell down the rabbit hole one day and watched all of it. And it's so good. I mean, it is, it's insanely good. And I'm excited that it's moving to a new platform. It's on Out TV, yes? It's on Out TV and then it's gonna be on Apple TV. That's so Crazy. great. So are you relaunching? It's kind of like a relaunch, a reboot. Um, and you're gonna kind of start from square one on this or are, is it a continuation of what you have already done? Well. It's going, it's going to be a continuation of what we've already done because we already have the, the past seasons. We combine them into one season okay. and then we put it and that one is on Amazon Prime and everything. And then um, there's also my Holiday Sparkle, which is on Amazon Prime as well, which is so good. Holiday Sparkle. From I am obsessed with your your gingerbread house song. Oh, thank you. Obsessed with like my husband is over in the corner. He will attest to the fact that I'm still I, it's still in my rotation. I listened to it the first time. I was like, oh, this is cute. Halfway through the song, I'm like, oh, this is getting dark. And by the end, I'm like hysterically laughing, tears rolling down my face because it goes in a direction you do not expect it to. It's right. so funny. Rue Girls don't really come out with a lot of Christmas music, do they? Like, yeah, us good Christian women do. <laughs> Y'all have some. You have several. I've yeah, well, I'm kind of like the Christmas queen. I love Christmas. Mm -hmm. I love everything about the family and the food and the presents and the lights and all that kind of stuff. So I always kind of skew towards that. You know who else loves Christmas? Is Mimi on first. Remember, she did it at DragCon the whole time, a Christmas show. She what? did. I do remember that. That was in New York, wasn't it? <laughs> I guess somewhere around there. Uh, I, the people that keep their Christmas stuff up, like literally, year round or half the year i'm just like they're like some crazy people well, see i can't do that i have to take it down so that i can go through the process of putting it back up again because to me that's a part of it i love the process of decorating yeah but not taking it down <laughs> yeah taking it down is a pain in the ass oh my gosh and i collect i collect christmas stuff from all over i like certain looks i always like to switch it around change the look of the house I always look like a Cracker Barrel threw up. <laughs> <laughs> Plaid and country and trucks. <laughs> so not me, but I love it. Down home uh, Christmas. Um, huh? Down home Christmas. Down home Good old fashioned down home yes. Christmas. Cracker Barrel is the place to go for decoration and candy. <gasps> they do. Mm. They have all the, all the old school candy, like the Mary Janes and the Chico Sticks and all those things. Yeah, I love that. What What is your favorite restaurant to eat at? My favorite restaurants. Well, I'm here in Long Beach, California. Wow, 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 yippee, yippee. And I must say that I like Thai a lot. We have some wonderful Thai restaurants here. We have mm. a very uh, eclectic, uh, multicultural, and there's also um, Enrique's, which is a Mexican restaurant I just love that we have here. And well, I'm going to um, send this video to all of them and tell them they can pay me a hundred dollars to use it as advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Or at least some free food. Yeah, That's all you, I care about. You're giving a lot of that. I was going to, you went fancy with it. I was just going to say, my favorite is Chili's. <laughs> oh. <And> no. <laughs> I love Thai food, but I always have to be really careful with it because I have an iodine allergy and they put a lot of fish sauce in Thai um, mm -hmm. food. Mm -hmm. So there, I remember on season seven, they were they were being nice to us one day and they ordered us some 
uh, takeout instead of eating craft services. And they said, we're going to get Thai food. And I was like, well, you have to be really careful. If you're going to get Thai food, make sure it's none of this and none of this. I'll be damned. I ate that stuff. It was delicious. I immediately got so sick. I thought I was going to die. Oh, no. As we were about to walk out for the runway. It was on the Despy Awards episode. No. (laughs) And I just remember walking down that runway going, I don't care if I stay or go. I feel like I am going to pass out and never wake up. What one time I got really sick. I don't I think it might have been from something that I ate and I was in drag. I literally had to go like I had to go and I'm like duct taped and stuff. I don't know. I barely got done with my number into the bathroom. Like I'm Ooh, not uh-huh. even, yeah, and and that's the one and only time I've ever had to do that in drag. Hey, shitty girl. <laughs> I mean, like, it was either go run then or it was coming out down my leg. <laughs> oh, my, my, my. How the conversation has turned. Have you ever had a um, most embarrassing story from uh, when you've done drag? Most embarrassing in drag? Maybe sometimes when the look doesn't go right. Something superficial <laughs> like that. Really? Yeah, something, or maybe there was a run. I can see like maybe a tag hanging like on the Browns. Now we're going to have an assistant for sure helping us out. But when I see a little something sticking out, like a little this or a little something out of place that or like a string, now that would be my most embarrassing moments. And I will harp on this stuff forever and ever. I mean, I was wearing, I bought, you know what I love because of Tina Turner is also the stilettos, the, uh-huh. the regular pump. I love pumps. Raja yeah. might call them, you know, like secretary pumps, but girl, they're the best, you know? I agree. You, you can really scooch and scooch with those. But <laughs> that, I even slipped, I, I bought some of those pleasers or what do they call them? Pleasers or yeah. the John Cleese, the Janets. And um, they were supposed to be five inches. They were like over three, over three quarters you know, five and a three quarters or whatever. Well, I was really up there tooting and scooting around, you know, doing it and bam, fall down twice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no. That doesn't embarrass me, but it was, the, you know, but. I'm kind of the same way, like performance wise, I can roll with the punches. I can fall down, the set can fall down around me. I don't give a shit. It's all part of the fun. But if if I go back and I look and I'm like, oh, my lace popped right above my ear. And now that's in a picture that's going to last forever. Things like that just get under my skin. I can't stand it. And you? Uh, me? Oh, I have so many. Um, one time when I was working at a bar in Tampa during the summer, it was really, really hot. Even in, in the club, my duct tape, even with spray adhesive, would not stay on and I'm out there performing literally in a song and I feel it just pop and so then immediately in the middle of the song I just like put my hands down there and I like scooch back backwards to the exit to go to the dressing rooms because I almost gave them an extra show hey for free what I charged for that (laughs) it was pre-only fans yeah or it's it's not your style either you're not into the kind that like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Do you have a projection of when uh, your show's going to come out? Oh, the, well, it probably won't be until the fall, presumably. They have to edit and everything they're going to have to do. Yeah. We're filming. It's going to be huge. This whole production is huge that we're, we're doing. The, the ideas are wild. There'll be music. There's everything going on. 
I love that. that. I love that. And and how, where are you filming? Are you doing like on location? Are you building sets out or what? Okay, we're going on location to different places and we're going to be filming there. Lots of places we're renting. Back to the house, of course, that we're always, you know, my house. But always, it's not my house house, but our house for the, the shoot. We'll be doing that. But we're going out and all kinds of things that are pulled and ready to go. Get ready. There'll be some, I can hopefully say, hush, Ike says, don't tell. That's an interview from Tina and Ike before in the 70s. But anyways, and um, we're, they're going to have some action some drop you know some real action live action wow i love action you almost said drama so i'm like i love drama oh there's always drama (laughs) (laughs) so aside from your television show which is a huge deal what else do you have going on you getting back to touring anytime soon well, I have my summer residency. I've been doing stuff here with Morgan McMichaels at, at the Executive Sweeties and this at the Executive Suites. And that we that this marks my 10 years of actually being there. That's been really cool. And I love them. That's here in Long Beach, California. So I've been doing that. Just shout out to them and what they got going on. But I will be doing Provincetown. And that's how I met the Bulgarians. They're our immigrant workforce. And Lord, do we get along. There's, there's a video on there called The Casting Conch on my YouTube channel. Check it out or knock your socks off. I'm going to have to check that out. And then I've been working on my rag queens, the little dolls I make. Uh-huh. That's super cute. Where can they find and those? They sell nonstop. I mean, they're just sell, they sell all around the world. But look at that. Yep, that's them. They're made with my previous previously worn designer nylons for all you kinky cats out there. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Now, to get these, do we go to like TammyBrown.com? Oh, these you can purchase exclusively on Instagram. On Instagram. Instagram. Uh-huh. Spill, uh, what is it? Spin the wheel, make a deal. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I think we have a, a game to close us out. We do have a game and I'm very excited about it. We've been playing this game with all of our guests. And it's kind of like two truths and a lie. I'm going to give you three pornographic movie titles and you figure out which one is the fake. Okay. So we're looking for the fake one. Let me pull it up here. Okay. Number one, Uh The Legend of Long Dong Silver. (laughs) Number two, Titty Slickers. (laughs) And number three, The Da Vinci Load. Oh, wow. Once again, Legend of Long Dong Silver, <laughs> Titty Slickers, or The Da Vinci Load. Tammy, what's your guess? I'm going to go with Titty Slicker. Okay. I think whatever it is, load. That just sounds just just <laughs> very loaded. <laughs> well, you're actually both wrong. What? The fake one is The Legend of Long Dong Silver. <laughs> I never oh. fully see that. Which means that Titty Slickers and the Da Vinci Load are available for purchase right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever fine films are sold. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, where can we find you on the social medias and all that? Well, I have a TikTok, Planet Tammy. Then I have Planet Tammy on Instagram. And then, of course, I have my Planet Tammy merchandise website. The whole kit and caboodle is all there. And then, of course, we are always doing the cameos. How are the cameos going for y'all? 
fantastic. Yeah. You know, there was, I was actually just saying earlier today, I did a, a, a radio interview here in Orlando and they were like, are you on Cameo? I said, let me tell you, Cameo saved my life through this pandemic. It literally kept the lights on, kept food on the table. Hello. And mm-hmm. I will never again, cause you know, back when we were touring nonstop, when we were working girl, um, I would look at them and go, oh my God, I'm so tired. I don't want to crank out 10 cameos tonight. It was the only thing that I had that was consistent during the pandemic. And I will never, ever, ever not be grateful for those again. Yeah. True. Are you liking, are you liking doing them? Yeah, I've been from day one doing them, whatever. And then yeah, I like them. I mean, I like to, now I'm doing them in drag, full transvestism. I dress up twice a week, just do that. You know what I mean? And yes, I like doing them. They're a lot of work, but I have a good time doing them. And I'm glad I can do it. It's, who would have thought? You yeah. Know what I mean? Well, and can we be like, let's have a little serious conversation for a second. I get a little irritated when I go on Cameo and I look up some of our sisters. I'm not going to say their names. And it's literally zero effort on their part. They're charging two or three times what, you know, some of us are charging. Mm-hmm. And it's literally them in a dark room with one light on them, no drag going, girl, I need to do this cameo before it expires. This is a literal quote. I had to wake up from my nap to do this cameo before it expired because I need the money. So happy birthday, girl, bye. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> I'm not gonna say who it was, but not if you cameo, you can find it. <laughs> what? What would Jazzy Mazzy say? She's just as I suspected trash. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, I understand that for us, it's something we do all the time. But for the people who are requesting these cameos, it's kind of a once in a lifetime thing for them. You know, mm-hmm. it's a big moment. They are spending their hard earned money to have a moment and a message from us, with us, all that. So you need to put the respect and the effort into it. That's yeah. my PSA for today. Like, if you're going to charge some money, girl, put on a little beat. Or even if it's a boy beat, put on a boy beat. Turn on the lights and say something nice. True. True Attitude that. is everything. Mm-hmm. Attitude is everything. How you act is everything. I wanted to share with y'all, too. I read the Tina book, Happiness Becomes You, as well. I haven't and read it yet. How was it? It's good. It's good. And... Um, uh, they almost lost me because they have everybody say love in their quote from RuPaul and I was like oh really Tina you almost lost me with this one Frank you later <laughs> <laughs> sorry I know everybody's probably signed and I'm being really just like whatever but hashtag with the cause here um, but I enjoy because you know at the back of I Tina she says that she's gonna talk and or she's gonna share some more insights so to speak yeah. and then and she released that other one um, my love story Mm-hmm. which I was like, okay, goodness. And then it wasn't enough. I want some more meat, you know? Yeah, and, I agree and because I-, I did read that one. And I was like, it's nice, but it's not really a follow-up to Itina. Right. Yeah. And then, and there was no, no not there wasn't enough like spiritual idea. To, I mean, whatever, mm-hmm. it's all good. But this one is, is pretty much a promotion for Namyoho Rengekyo and talks, quotes a lot of wonderful people. And I've been chanting for 20 20 years, 20 years. And I've been practicing Nietzsche and Buddhism for the, with the SGI for 20 years. 20 years. Uh-huh. Over, That's yeah. Tina. It opened up my eyes to Buddhism. And I, I've never practiced it, of course, because I don't know enough about it to really delve into the world. But I completely, like, 
I understand from what I do know how calming and how centering it can be. So mm-hmm. it's something that I, I wanted to look more into. I just never have for some reason. It's also powering, you know, but we all have our own rhythms, you know, and that's what it, the practice, that practice, Nichiren Buddhism and Namyoho Rengekyo is about, is about your rhythm and what your rhythm is and what makes you shine. And there's no guilt in Buddhism or anything. It's what your change and whatever. So, and it's, that's as far as like practice and faith and philosophy, it's what really gets you going. And if it brings you benefit and joy, there's no harm in that. And that's what's, that's, wow. that's spirituality, you know? Yeah. Before we get out of this uh, interview right here, I want to know your thoughts on the new Tina documentary, because I've watched it three times. Okay. I am obsessed with it. Okay. I've watched it, um, let's say, five times. Oh, only five. five. (laughs) We're not competing. No, I'm actually not going to watch it anymore. I don't. Um, I love seeing her talk. I was really apprehensive at first about it because I'm like, oh, again, here we have to go about this. And you remember with the Oprah special and, you know, Oprah always. Uh-huh. And she had herself over at the wedding and everything. It's like, really, girl? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was almost uncomfortable. It was very like, uncomfortable to watch the Oprah interview surrounding the wedding. Yeah, and she was there on the, and however it works. But Tina also for the other book calls Oprah. I mean, they're close, whatever. And Tina yeah. was at her whole the the musical which I don't care to see the musical either I already have what's love got to do with it I already know the story I know the whole thing who cares anymore I I'm just really done but and what I did like about the documentary was well I was apprehensive because I didn't want to hear this regurgitated stuff and then what was it the post or New York post or whatever which is more of a sooty magazine or kind of a dirt kind of magazine yeah. isn't it tabloid they had released all that regurgitated stuff about her health and this and that made it seem so gloomy. And I was like, that's just gossip. So watching the documentary, I was happy to see her talk. It was, I don't, it's a little too dark and I'm glad that it's just brought to the, I want to hear more about her career. I want to hear more about the fun fantasy. Yes. Stories and just to talk and um, Nutbush was missing from there. Yes, it was. Oh, I will okay. say that I I will say that I like the um the the song choices they picked were really over the top, like "Root to Undisputable Rock and Roller." Uh-huh. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts on the documentary. So, I felt like the the documentaries that they did surrounding Itina, you know, around that time, they had a couple documentaries come out, and those that story was all about the rise to her fame. And I felt like this was a nice, like, down the backside of that mountain. All right, now her career has come to a close, and she is reflecting on the great moments in it. And not that her career has come to a close. No, she said, she said, I'm done. She's done, done. She's done, girl. She is done. Wow. wow. And she has been wanting to be done. And that's why she says on the documentary to bow out. And how do I bow out? No, it's great. It's really uplifting. I cried. I mean, Mm -hmm. this one really got, you know, there's all that. But I just don't want. And it's the same. Like, she's talking about this. What's true, though, with that role. I didn't know about the People's Magazine. I have the other ones, like the 75 one from the Acid Queen. And then I have yeah. the cover where she's on the cover of the people. I used to order back stocks and everything. I'd call up, this is before the internet, you know, and I <laughs> yeah. call the companies to get backup covers and this and that of Tina. But, I, um, I got a couple copies of the old Sue Records magazine. Uh, which ones? Okay. They were, I mean, they were just 
old and nasty and looked like they were mimeographed. <laughs> like, they were just, just, and if you touch them, they smeared everywhere. But I had just made some phone calls when I was younger and somehow managed to get them. But let me tell you this quick story. I know we got to wrap up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1997, I got into a lot of trouble with my parents because I had become so obsessed with Tina Turner and watching the documentaries and What's Love Got to Do With It. In my head, it was kind of like the Drag Race fans treat us now. Like when you watch it on TV, you think it's happening in real time in that moment. Mm -hmm. Even though this had happened many, many years before I was even conceived, I was, I felt like I had to talk to Ike Turner and let him know how I felt. So you remember when you could call information and they would charge you to give you no. numbers? I spent two months and I racked up over $1,500 in information phone calls. What? Finally got Ike Turner's phone number. And I call him and I left a message with his, whoever was his assistant at the time. Uh -uh. And I was like, I just want to let Mr. Turner know I'm a really big fan. And it would mean everything if he would just talk to me. So he gives me a call back and he answers. He's like, this is like Turner. And I was like, hi, I just want to tell you, you're a sorry son of a bitch. And you should never touch Tina. <laughs> just as my dad walks in, he's like, who are you talking to? I said, Ike Turner. <laughs> Oh my God. I got in so much trouble. I had to go and do yard work for like six months. I had to mow the neighbor's lawns just to make enough money to pay them back for my information call. Did, did you did you have to call back and apologize to him? No, I did not. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure is not about to answer, answer that. People have that number blocks. Well, you know, he's a he's a social part of the the social problem. You know, like of, of what he he has a lot of baggage himself. He was molested as a child by mm -hmm. not saying that it justifies anything he does, and he is the daddy of rock and roll with Rocket '88 and all that stuff. And and if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have the Argentina Turner review. I mean, that was that's. I don't know. I have a lot of respect for him and what he's done, but I'm, and I also have a lot of sympathy now too. Like I just don't, I don't vilify him anymore. I don't know. I just Did don't. you read his book? No, I didn't want to read that. You Did should you? read. Yeah. I read Taken Back My Name. Um, okay. And it, just like you're saying, it's like, I, it will never excuse what he did. And I would yeah. never sit here and say, well, I can understand why he did it. No, I can understand where it came from and what led up to it. I will never forgive him for what he did to my goddess and my idol. But um, <laughs> it did open my eyes. It gave a lot more insight to what made him what he was before he mm -hmm. passed away. It, it's an interesting read and it's a quick read. So I would suggest really? maybe just as a companion piece on the opposite side of the same coin. Well, maybe, I mean, I've watched, uh, we'll see. Oh, by the way, this is a big, this is a big clincher. Hold on. Where is, thing, in, did HBO send you something? For me? Yeah, did they send you one of the sweat tops? And no! Motherfuckers, they didn't send me shit either. I know, I got Excuse nothing. Me. Excuse me. <laughs> a lot of people got those you know those tops you yeah know, they got tops in a book and um I, that book I got it too that book I mean I had bought it before but it's the photo book and everything uh -huh. which she did this very special release for this book and it's like two thousand five hundred dollars and all this jazz you get a ring and a you know, oh my god structure. you know what I was thinking earlier and I don't know much about Tina Turner like y'all do so that's why I haven't really talked on it. But earlier <laughs> when you, my best friend, I'm telling you, my best friend loves Tina. So 
when you had mentioned about her documentaries and books and stuff, I was that book specifically. I came into my mind because my best friend asked it for me to get it for him for Christmas a couple of years ago. And when he told me the price, I said, you can forget it for a book <laughs> and, and a, a, a replica of a ring. That ain't even her ring. Well, <laughs> it's her replica. She's, I used to wear a thumb ring. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he and he still does. He's he's in the, he's 40 and um, still does. But he wanted that damn ring. And I was like, I, I'm so sorry, sweetie. <laughs> I, I'm not paying that. But he was ready to spend somebody's money. Yeah, well, why not? I mean, I would. My one regret in life is that I never got to see her in concert. Ah. Ever. And it's like, it's, uh, it's one of those things that I know I will never be able to see her in concert. And that makes me sad thinking about that. But... I have gotten to, of course, see all of her filmed concerts. I know so much about her and I read everything. I watch everything. I like, I, I feel like I have enough of her essence. I just wish that I would have gotten to see it live in action. You're a Tina Rue through and through. Amen. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you both for having me. Integration is going to be so happy. <laughs> All right. Well, we both have the same wig stylist, Chad. And friend. Wigs. And friend. Uh-huh. We both stayed in the guest room at their lovely home out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> well, um, I want to see you in person again, doing your craziness on the stage next to me. Um, um, soon. Sooner than later. Let's visualize it. Turn on that third eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a brown eye, but I don't oh, please don't turn that on. <laughs> don't turn that on. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tammy. We thank love you, you, honey. Thank you so much. Have Your a good kisses. one. Bye. Bye. Was that a lot to take in? You're like yeah, breathing hard. Yeah, well, I breathe hard anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the asthma, the smoking <laughs> age all of it it all comes into play i had so much fun today yeah I I, tammy is just a, a ball of light and what's what i find tammy to be so funny because one minute she's like very like buddhism and calming and the next thing is she's like flicking at RuPaul <laughs> or playing with these dolls that she yeah. makes out of her old tights she's which is so, such a brilliant idea and I love that she's like yeah I of course I'm fluent in Spanish but now I'm also learning uh uh Aztecian whatever as Aztec yeah and like all of these like I just love that no, the Mayan Mayan yeah and I just I've always loved Tammy because, you know, if you watch her on TV, the the general vibe that you get is, oh, she's kooky and she's weird. That's a part of her. She yeah. is kooky and she is a little weird, which which, which is great. For her, especially. But she's also just so brilliantly in tune with who she is mm-hmm. and can hold a conversation with a wall. Yeah. Like, she's just so fun to talk to because it's always a surprise, but it's always so intelligent. I love talking to Tammy, and I'm so glad that we got that chance today. Everybody, make sure you go and watch Meet the Browns. Yes. On Out TV and Apple TV. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, it's it was already good, so go and watch the old stuff first. <laughs> yeah. Which is on Hulu? Hulu. Yeah, on Hulu. Hulu. 
I know girls just making the money. No, Prime, 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 Prime. That's what it is. So, so make sure you go and watch Meet the Browns on Prime. Yeah, uh, you can catch up with all the old episodes, get yourself familiar before the new season comes out, and go follow her on all social media. Also follow us on yeah. social media. Me and Trinity the Tuck. Yeah, and I'm not at Trinity. I mean, I'm at Trinity the Tuck's house right now. But on social media, you can go and find me at the Ginger Minge on Twitter and TikTok, and at Ginger Minge on Instagram, or just go to gingerminge.com. And you can listen to future episodes wherever you're listening now. I guess. <laughs> All right. If you found us once, you'll find us again. Usually in the gutter. So until next week, have you know, a good night. Stay safe out there. Yeah. Make good choices, and if you don't. Pray about the bad one. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.